What's up, guys? Welcome to a Vibe Call West Radio. Today we have a very special guest, Nishan. What's up, man? How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good today. Pretty Thank you good. so much for coming in. Of course. It's it's been I've been waiting on this one for a while. We actually been talking with um, Nat mm. over email. Shout out Nat for setting this up, and your entire team has been incredible with just um, giving us everything we need. And this is this is gonna be a lot of fun, man. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> no, I definitely will. Um, want to say right off the bat, one of the things that really stood out to me when I was doing all my research and just everything was the gasoline video. Oh yeah. With you pouring the gasoline on yourself and then with the lighter. Right. Like it, to me instantly it stood out that you were not only a visual artist, but there's some type of taste and like the right. color grading on the video was so right. perfect, man. Shout out the whole team at Paving Works for that. Yeah. To, for making it come together the way it was, but it's uh building a world is a lot though yeah well you did because there was a series of videos along that um and they're all centered around your release mm. martyr mm. so can you kind of speak on like that vision really quick of what you wanted to accomplish with that uh martyr is a little deep you know it's a it's a battle it was a battle for me for a long time dealing with friends that um fucked me over just for lack of a better term and also having a lot of my adult life trying to find god like find what i lost back in the day when i was like i don't know just a bad time at one point you know so martyr is about like washing myself whether it be through fire or whatever the case may be of that old persona and coming into like a whole new life that's the whole point of it mm -hmm. you know also to try and let people ask questions because there's <clears throat> geez there's so many people that are lost out here so when i was lost and just trying to figure everything out i didn't have anybody that could even though they're vignettes they're you know up to interpretation i didn't have any of that to even interpret i just had a bunch of fucking depressing music and some weed and i figured it out <laughs> over time but hopefully i can make it easier for somebody with what i did mm -hmm. i know? will i think right off the bat one that cocktail you were saying with the, just the weed and the music is, is what a lot of people have and yeah. the fact that you're offering something by the way it's definitely going to help because the music's amazing congratulations on that it sounds incredible thank like thank you top to bottom obviously was listening a lot today so I think that you're accomplishing that and just to see you flourish even in this beginning part of your career is amazing. So thank you. Shout out your team. Shout out you. Shout out Vinculum. <laughs> everyone. And then the I want to say really quick for everyone watching new and old, I want to break down what we're going to be doing here. So besides, you know, uh, asking interview questions, what I've done is I've asked Nishan what his favorite album of all time was. He gave me a couple options, but I chose 17 by XXXTentacion, RIP. What I did is I put that into an Elite Eight tournament bracket, as you can see right there. I seeded the songs based on total number of streams on Spotify, and the way they progress is Nishan's opinion. So Nishan, are you ready to find out what the best song on 17 is? Let's get it. Let's figure it out. Awesome. So we're going to go to the board really quick. All right. So for the first matchup, let's do Jocelyn Flores versus Orlando. <laughs> Jocelyn Flores and Orlando. I'd have to go with Orlando over Jocelyn Flores. I mean, it's just because I've heard that song a bajillion times and I'm not so much as interested in his relationship as I am interested in what he was actually thinking. 
-hmm. I think Orlando goes way more into what he was thinking. Mm -hmm. So Orlando has to advance. Yeah, and like listener fatigue does come into yeah, play with it does when it's the number one seed on the album. Like I feel like it's a natural thing. It does, happen. but but I will say if it was number one versus number three, I would choose number one. Mm -hmm. And it's you know, all based fuck, on the match. Fuck love was played a bajillion times. <laughs> exactly. So it's you know it, it's funny because it the bracket's going to create these winners for you like you're saying because yeah. it's based on the individual matchup so awesome orlando will be moving on to the next round orlando has to win awesome so now let's go to the two versus seven matchup everybody dies in their nightmares versus save me save me break i love the double yeah. upset right now i love this please what? that's another upset well yeah because so the way that i see the songs again is like oh shit that's the most streamed song, so it goes against the least streamed. And oh, yeah, shit. Like, yeah, like in March Madness. Yeah, like in March Madness. <laughs> oh, so everybody, so you're saying Save Me is the one that goes on. So save me. <laughs> what? <laughs> so Before I fall. Like, come on, dog. That's good. Like, it's easy it, for you. It's easy. Okay. And then, save me is and then why do you, th so why do you think, because the reason why I love doing this is also like you're, the listeners get to go into a musician's head. So mm. obviously there's a sing ability about that song that you just started singing out loud. Yeah. Why do you think it's a, you know, stronger song in your opinion than everybody dies in their nightmares? Or why do you like it more? I don't know. I, just when I listened to the album, I just attached myself to certain songs. You Love know, that. like before we even started, I had to listen to Everybody Dies in Orlando. But when I listened to Orlando again. I was like, that's fucking yeah. Obvious. But Everybody Dies versus Save Me. I don't know. I just, I also don't believe that title Got i don't it. think everybody dies in their nightmares that's a really that 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 should go into your decision totally that makes sense yeah, I yeah. Mean, may, maybe no i mean like it's well it's all it's up to you it's not my decision it's like <laughs> if they if that evoke if that title was evoking emotion that you don't agree with like that's it yeah. like you went off your gut with that and that's what i want yeah facts so, facts so save me has to go forward awesome this is this is great so <laughs> now that you guys are kind of understanding the premise of the show i want to now going to some questions that I have for Nashawn. So right off the bat, what we were talking about online is I've been doing a lot of research mm. on just the way that you think and you know express yourself across social channels. Sure. So the insight that you portray in your music about like the human experience seems to translate fluidly to the way that you observe what's, what it means to be an artist today. Right. On your TikTok, you recently listed six mistakes newer artists are making, and what I'd love for you to elaborate on two of them that really stood out to me. Okay. The first right. one that I really loved was you mistook someone's opinion for a gut feeling. <laughs> Yo, that's happened to me too. That's happened to me too many times. Mm -hmm. Too many times where I would like fiend for an opinion on a song because I'm like, ooh, uh, different reasons for different songs, but I'm like, example. I love this song so much, but something about it is just wrong. And I search out that something that's wrong. And then I, if I find it, I throw away the song. Like, I'm just like, oh, I knew it. I knew something was wrong with this shit. Fuck it. Throw it away. But it, I just craved that opinion. And then when I hear it, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I was, I was right. But I'm like, dude, that's not how it goes. It's not how it works. Mm -hmm. If you have that feeling when you're like, geez, I really need a second opinion on this. You obviously have something in front of you that you should probably work on, regardless of the opinion, but take it, you know, with a grain of salt. Take everything with a grain of salt. Hmm. 
So yeah, I think like right off the bat, they, it's it's so that was a great answer. First of all, thank you for expanding on that. Mm. The thing that I love about that is we also I feel like as artists, like you know, like as an artist, like you get so focused on someone could say a thousand things positive about the song, and mm -hmm. then if you're looking again for that one thing in the back of your mind that's all you're gonna focus on exactly. so it kind of almost like what you're saying is like almost like a law of attraction in that sense right like you're going out and seeking that that's a fantastic and, answer and that's why that's like such a big mistake that a lot of artists make or at least me from my experience if there's artists like me or like i've been then that's like dude don't do that shit like don't do that mm -hmm. so that, and like you know again like the reason why we do this is because i love artists and people that aren't artists they come in and they learn stuff so that was a great answer the second one that I really liked is you are spending too much money on being heard. Ooh. So true, by the way. Like Ooh. you see it across all Everything. platforms, whether it's yeah, – please expand on that. It's – it's. I've, I've got some homies who started making music probably about two years ago, right? And in the very beginning, they were spending top dollar – like top top dollar on Instagram promo, YouTube ads, all this marketing, and then they'd show me their songs and I'd be like, "Let's work on your storytelling ability because you have this, this, and this. But if you work on your storytelling ability, then you can make good promo. But instead, they'll just funnel. I've done it, you know, funnel money into just getting a song heard without a plan, without any sort of branding or anything like." simple things but if you want to take your career to that next level you got to really treat that shit as a business mm -hmm. you know and if you're just fucking throwing your green at it the fuck it's, it's not gonna do shit it's also like if the the product has there has to be a market for the product and focusing exactly. on the and the music is the product is like you know as much as you know it's it's art and it's beautiful and the artist creates the art if when you start to promote it, you want to think about it like a businessman. And it's kind of what you're saying. Like, let's get mm -hmm. the product to an appropriate level. And then once you spend the money to market it and distribute it, like you'll find your audience if it's strong enough. Exactly. And then spending too much. Like I say, you can definitely, when you're starting off, you can definitely spend like, let's say you're a brand new rapper that uses either band lab or, just an easier program to make your first songs. Obviously, promote on TikTok. That's free. But let's say you want just to see how your song gets streamlined. I'd say, dude, if you can get 30 bucks a month, that is super clean with being able to test audiences without spending three, $400 on one Instagram post, you know, Drinking that whole shit just for like and like also it's like when you get on that instagram post it's the nature of the internet is that mm -hmm. there's going to be more negative and positive sadly so it's unless like, your song is fucking like the crazy yeah yeah which is again focusing on the product and like that and that's smart and like but i think it's really i liked when you when i saw that post it stood out to me because those weren't just like mistakes that artists aren't doing like not releasing enough music or like you know yours was like you really broke it down in like real human ways so i really like that post that thanks you know? yeah man because I mean, I've I scroll through fucking TikTok too, and I see all the same shit, and I'm just like, if I don't know this already, I'm just <laughs> it's like staring <laughs> me in the face, being fed to me by the algorithm every day. Yeah, like, if so I true. don't know this, like okay, yeah. but I'm still having problems with my music career. What do I do? So hopefully mm -hmm. that hits somebody. I mean, hit you. So yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, no, it, it it was it was powerful. It was great, and then. I also saw this post kind of keeping on this thread mm -hmm. with your TikTok is you described yourself as a slow burn artist. Yeah. Could, what, what do you mean by that? Um, 
to a degree, I feel like I suck at TikTok. You know, like certain types of promotion. You don't, by to, the way. To a degree. Yeah. Because I'll see, and this is where that common flaw of comparing myself to people comes in. But I'll see people with better, worse, similar, whatever music go all the way up here. And then I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, oh my God. I got so fucking lost just now. That's crazy. It's true, but it's just like, it's. I want to let you know you're good though because it's like, for the first like, of all, I want to let you know it's like the slow... The thing it was like interesting to me is because I listened to your music and I instantly was able to get into it. Mm. So that was the one thing when I saw the slow burn. Also, I thought that was unique the way that you described it. Second, the comparison is normal. We're mm. all, again, like you said, you're being fed constantly on social media. You're seeing everything. So it's like it's normal to compare. That's 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 all that's all you were saying. A, sl- a slow burn, though. Thank you for reminding me. You're too, good. You're is, good. Uh, I, to me, after dealing with it, after dealing with all the bullshit, I feel like it's a lot better for the type of artist that I am mm-hmm. um, because I take a lot of time to grow with my music. I'll make a song and I won't know what the fuck it's about, <laughs> you know, but people will like it. And then three, four, five, six months, a year later, I'll listen to the song and be like, okay, so this, I could have made this yesterday with how I'm feeling right now. I mm. appreciate that. And if my songs don't get a gajillion streams, I think that I could definitely release consistently for a period of time and not have to, and still not have to worry about like a mansion or what the fuck new car I'm going to drive or whatever Mm -hmm. the fuck. I think I'm still going to be pretty chill and -hmm. also like much more well adapted, like another slow burn artist. I think in recent right now, just listen to his album, Tizo Touchdown. So I saw that you were tweeting about that and how much you love that album. Oh my God, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Just listen to it on the way here. And Tizo started making music back in high school. And he was posting on Instagram or, or TikTok and Instagram or something like that. And then when he got like his first review from like Pigeons and Planes or something like that, Pitchfork maybe, um, they was like what basically like what the fuck is this this is bullshit rappers or artists should not be doing this it's crazy and then he fucking drops this amazing project goes on tour with tyler before it's just mm-hmm. the slow burn is, is yeah. the best route and to also, me and to, yeah and like to me like it's that like is what you want because like mm-hmm. the foundation becomes stable when it's like even like metaphorically and like normal like when the when you ascend so quickly a lot of time it's like it's that and then there's nothing below exactly you'd rather want to be the slow burn and build that foundation which it seems like you're doing so i'm happy that you're taking that approach that's amazing doing my best um and then from my perspective it seems like you beyond just music there's not a single medium in art that you love to like focus on because i know that is it true that you would love to become a published author one day (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay so how do you i I love that first of all how do you balance um that natural creative drive how do you balance all the different things that you want to do um you wait on some you you know learn patience i think is like a major part because i want to i have a clothing brand that i want to do too but i think there comes you know time money art all that shit 
making sure that's straight, making sure the message means something. I think that just comes with time and just living with the idea for a long, for a long while. Um, in terms of like the book, I've already started writing. I'm like 50,000 words in. What? It's so sick. And I just find time for that because I do that and I make music. And that's, I can balance those two things yeah. pretty well. Um, do you if, sorry, do you find that one actually helps accelerate the, other? the creativity of it? Is there I, like, is there like I a think, beneficial relationship? I think writing more so because I've, I went from recording like fucking every day. Right. I went from recording like every day to recording like fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. like like once a month. Uh-huh. You know, and just not liking everything. And then I got back into write I started writing a while ago, but I got back into writing seriously and kept pace and then when I would go back and make songs, they'd have more importance, mm-hmm. more essence, more life. So I think it I think they do help each other out. I think that's also like a major reason as to why I still feel comfortable writing because music is my main mm-hmm. thing. And if I was writing and then making bullshit, I'd be like, dude, I have to fucking stop writing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like one is just, yeah, and 100%. Also, like I love the the difference of like, and it is great to be in the studio every single day, but you're right, there's a different urgency mm-hmm. when, you're in the, when you're in the studio and like you're like, oh, these songs, there's urgency, this song means something. Right, like I'm when I when I go there. to the stew versus when I'm at the crib, like if I'm going to the stew, it's like, I'm, we cooking up. 100%. You know, but if I'm at the crib, I got to go on YouTube to find something that's already made. Mm-hmm. I got to, there's a different relationship with it. Way different. Yeah, and Way it's normal. It's like I feel like it's like with everyone. With everyone. And I and I love though that um because to me, it when I'm when I'm like uh firing on all cylinders, mm-hmm. it's helping. Like if I'm doing what like let's say you're doing well with writing, it helps probably with the creation of it. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, with music. So I like I like the relationship there. And I know like it seems like again, like this renaissance man, so I wanted to ask, um, are you when are you going back to school to become a Roblox developer? Oh God, I fucking started uh, studying on YouTube. I'm not going to fucking school for that. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> um, but there's like so much source material on YouTube and Google and Roblox's uh, you know, own documentation website. Um, I started doing that, but that's that's one of those things like clothing that I cannot juggle with music at the same time. It's not time mm-hmm. like. Roblox is a great idea. It would be a great way to bring the youth into like a specific world. But I'm probably going to be 50 by the time I start making a video game. And I'll probably, Mm -hmm. you know, and it'll probably not necessarily be on Roblox by that time. Yeah. But But it's a fantastic idea (laughs) to to like keep in the back. Well, dude, just the fact that you said like build a world and like just like the um, scope of oh, it yeah. seems like what you want to create is like Scope it's, is it's, great, it's amazing yeah that's dope but a lot of artists um just not that it's bad or so a lot of artists don't have that so it's cool that you have that and i see it as a really big benefit and um something that i admire and you know one of the key responsibilities that artists today have mm. whether for good or bad have to have be very visible online and social media right you said a quote that i loved actually you tweeted this Lighting a man on fire will always get you more views than splashing him with water. <laughs> That's a bar. It was great. Yeah, I was blown <laughs> away by that. So can you please elaborate on that vivid and accurate sentiment? Because it's spectacle. You know, we go on social media every single fucking day 
and we'll scroll through you know we might stop at like a cute video of some cats and shit you feel me but after that you'll see drama 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 something that'll help your life right in the middle of it but then you might read it or you might keep scrolling or scroll back to the drama or you see you'll see a comment under that thing that'll help your life and it'll be something that's completely contradictory so it's like <laughs> so true you'll be like okay well this is fucked so yeah. like lighting a man on fire that I, I don't know metaphor whatever fucking term yeah 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 is like you know you you have to jump off a fucking building before you go and just swim and experience life you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. if you want to get views like that's what you have to do you don't have to do that but it's it's wet like if if somebody you would see somebody on fire way faster than you would see somebody get dumped water 100 percent. you know That'd be, and it'd be everywhere go viral it, it'd go viral especially I mean, sadly it doesn't even matter if the person would live or not. yeah 100 percent. yeah it just like you'd still the see view that and like then people would make reaction videos and then market off that it'd be a whole exactly a, you know, that's another like, big problem with this whole well this whole shit. you know it was like so crazy like I remember, like, speaking of it, just, like, the spectacle, remember, like, when the whole Bobby Alltop and Drake thing was going on? Like, yeah. there was, like, a self-sustained economy of content that was created from, like, that really small interaction. Exactly. And and it's not even, like, a, and sadly, it's, like, not even a positive thing. Like, she, what, I don't know what happened. I don't want to, like, speculate or talk mm -hmm. about it. But whatever happened wasn't great. Whatever happened was It was beef. Was not and great. you're right. And it was just, like, a spectacle. And that's what everyone saw. And you're, I, I, it's, yeah, just, like, the. I hope she got paid for that shit. Same, too. Because, like, that was, like, a big moment for her. And now, sadly. Yeah. Um, and then kind of keeping on this this is just like my curiosity and i also make music but i want to hear from your perspective mm. is do you would you rather have a preview or a snippet of one of your songs go viral on tiktok or get a big spotify editorial placement a uh, big spotify editorial can you why virality is scary dude when you really think about it and if i were to go viral on a snippet i would have to pray that i'm ready you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because like everything, like you'll see a whole bunch of people go viral and then you'll see a whole bunch of people like disappear from their career. Some people really do take it and make it. Um, but when you get on a big Spotify editorial, you get the opportunity to get in front of like, I, I like to think of it as I get the chance to let Rick Rubin naturally listen to my song. Wow, yeah. Like if you, cause people just scroll through you know, all sorts of people versus virality. It's getting shoved in your face. But I feel like the connection that you might make if you find a song of mine or a song of really anybody's and you just hear it on the radio, you're like, oh, shit. Like I found this band uh, called uh, The Sacred Souls. Yeah, that's how you tweet. Yeah. And they're amazing, but I didn't find them from social media. And ever since I found them, I've had two, three, four, five, six I have six songs in my playlist on constant rotation for like the past four mm -hmm. or five months. Mm -hmm. I saw you tweet that you want like Kendrick with them, right? Yeah, that would be it'd be, be epic. It would be amazing. It'd be yeah. amazing. And just because Kendrick, I mean, he's always proved himself, but um, when he dropped uh, "To Pimp a Butterfly," that's classic is classic. Phenomenal benchmark phenomenal. of albums. In yeah, my like. I would have put it on here, but I ha I would have to listen to it again. Yeah, it's like, what that's it, dense. It's like a textbook, Literally. but it's a really good one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, 100%. It's like, I would love to take that class once a year. You've, you know exactly, what I mean? Because exactly. it's a class. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And yeah, so they would be great together. I don't know how I got there, but. No, but it's like, because we were talking about just like how you found music. And I, I wanted, oh, yeah. like, that's going to be so, 
I just hope people listen to that because I think younger artists are just like, I want to go viral, but like being put in front of someone that you don't even know. So all it takes is one one amazing person to hear it. So that was a fantastic answer. That's a fact. So true. And Thank it, you so much. It takes one person to hear it naturally. Not, yes. You know, because then, you know, I feel like, like if you're unsigned and like a label hears you from, a because you can get on, I mean, there might be some blocks. I don't know. Um, you can get on big editorial playlists and have A&Rs hit you up. But if you go viral and have an A&R hit you up, like I've, I've heard of so many like shitty little things when you go viral happen to people during that period. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that's also like a, a good show of force that you can do it. Um, the that, music. that your music can do it. Pure that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's much more pure. Unless like a snippet goes viral and it's literally just a screen recording. And that's the dream, yeah. Like, if it's a if a screen recording, recording goes like, viral, your shit is fire. <laughs> then I'm like, okay, I might get a little faster ready, you know. Yeah, you know? I know what you mean but though. I like otherwise. No, that was yours was, that was a great organic answer. That's like again, not like the I I don't like it's like the slow burn, it's like doing it the right way. Yeah, and exactly. Like, that was it's all about that. Yeah, so thank you so much for that. So what we're going to do now is we're going to go back to the board. Those are amazing answers. Thank yeah. you so much. So now we're going back to the bracket. I'm so sorry. I have to keep doing this to you. Um, but <laughs> let's go with the next matchup of, you know, one of your favorite albums, 17. Fuck Love versus Depressions and Obsession. Depression and Obsession don't mix well. Come on. <laughs> Easy. It's simple. I love how it's like you just start singing it. He's a musician, guys. It's, it's fucking. It comes from the heart. I love that, man. Break it down just a little bit for me. Why you love that song so much? I know it's all emotion, but like, is there any? I mean, now look, cause you know it came out a little bit ago, but now, I'm sorry. Uh, my apologies. Trippy Red is not. He's he's not making me proud. I don't know him. I don't know a lick about him, but he's been hurting my feelings with the with the music he's been releasing gotcha. recently. Yeah. So I just don't have the same feeling for fuck love. And plus, I also don't believe in the title. And plus, it's not as emotionally dense. I think I prefer the more emotionally dense music. Yeah, there's a lot of congru congruency going on with your choices, by the way. Like, uh, it seems like I'm seeing a set, like I'm getting a sense of what type of songs you like. And because mm -hmm. like, they're, they're, there's depth and there's like emotion behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And it's also your list. So if that's the song you like, then we're going to go with that. Love it. Right. Awesome. Uh, depression and obsession moving on uh, Now we're gonna go with the last Matchup of round one Revenge versus carry on It's a tough one He's thinking Yeah I'm thinking about this one This is good we want you thinking Can, can you give me two seconds Can You're I go good. play no, this shit outside yeah, listen, real quick yeah, listen to it, Cause listen I'm to like Alright guys we're gonna take a second And thank you for our sponsors McDonald's I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Damn, my bad. I no, you do. Are you kidding me? You, no, you're doing great. This is. I literally had to go turn off my phone. You're killing it. <laughs> like you're doing great. All right, we good, Caden? Awesome. So let's do the next matchup. Last one of round one: Revenge versus Carry On. Revenge. Revenge. Okay, so interesting. Do you like the title of this one? Because I know the title no. means a lot to you. So yeah, I was gonna no, say because I feel like that's title. not a title that you would like. Not about the title. So it's, what's it about? Uh, so I just ran out there just to get a nice little brief, and I like Revenge more because it's he sings a little bit more. Mm -hmm. 
You I like think his... ca- the carry on the rap, it's cool. But I'm overly critical sometimes of certain things. <laughs> it's just like I tried to do my damn like the yeah, yeah. Is it the flow or the lyrics and the rapping? No, it's the it's the flow. It's, Got for it. me, it's almost never the lyrics with X. I mean, he has, but the only times I have a problem with his lyrics are not even a problem it's when he's having fun and saying some some crazy yeah (laughs) yeah exactly i know what you mean so when that's happening like yeah but then it's still a vibe he's still fucking making me bang my head against (laughs) fucking glass or something yeah it's an emotion he's transferring it i love that so thank you so much we now have everything we need for the semi-finals it is orlando versus revenge it is save me versus depression obsession but before we do that i want to now do a fun exercise. So one of the TikToks, again, that I was seeing from you that you would love to put your songs in like with a relationship mm. to a movie scene. Right. So I chose the three songs on your EP. Martin, right. and I would love for you to tell me what movie scenes you would love to partner with them. We get to see them? Uh, or you got to tell me. I was going to ask you just like off the top of your head, like love counts. Like what type of scene in your head fits that? That's what I'm in. I mean, love counts. See, I thought she was going to give me movie scenes. Um, I don't watch movies like that. Oh, uh, no, you can just describe. How about you just describe to me like what you think the scene would look like? Honestly, I don't know. Just a bunch of just a bunch of people like getting super jiggy in a roller skating rink with a bunch of fucking <laughs> fog and goddamn crazy green and so that's yellow the color. lights. I don't fucking yeah, know. Yeah, so those are the colors that you associate with that song is green and yellow, would you say? No, not yellow necessarily, but yeah. like green is definitely part of that song. Got it. 100%. Yeah. I like that. Be. Well, cuz like you're a visual guy and like you I, I like that's that's an image for that song instantly. Mm. And then what about a million messages? Oh god. Uh the anxiety anthem. Um million messages. It's weird because I already like shot music videos for these two songs. Yeah, so it's exactly. Like, it's colliding with trying oh. to find a movie scene. <laughs> yeah, no, you're good. Uh, I mean, maybe just describe for everyone then, like, like not like the music video, but like what is like the imagery of that song to you? Like, what does it mean? Because you're a very visual artist. Mm. I think okay. I think a really dope scene would be like a person. I think all of these songs are people getting jiggy. <laughs> um, but a person like in their living room, and it's like an old living room. It's like a living room your grandma would have, you know? And it's, they're just dancing, but their clothes are like super like ragged and tattered mm-hmm. and shit like that. Like they've been through a fucking lot. You can tell, like this is a scene deep in the movie. <laughs> yeah. But for some reason, they are dancing right now. And I don't know, there's a sense of freedom. But also, you know, they're still, you know, trying to trying to figure it all out. So is it so is it like the part of the movie with like they would it be like a celebration or would it be like we made it or would it be like kind of like a relief in your opinion? I feel like it's I feel like it's around the climax. That's all I know. Okay, dope. It's around the climax. It could be the climax of the movie, that scene, but that would also be a really like avant garde kind of movie if that was the climax. I love that great word but i don't know if it's necessarily a celebration i wouldn't say that yeah 100 because like the end of the song the end of a million messages where the like beat changes and shit like mm-hmm. that 
Um, the anxiety anthem, as you coined it. Yeah, because that whole last part is talking about um, like how much a person will do for money. Like, will you go and sell your soul to just entertain other people? Mm-hmm. You know, will you be able to get to your self? Whatever. Yeah, I also love that you described what the song is about because it helps visualize and mm-hmm. there's connective tissue for the audience listening. So. Then finally, last one. I love this song, Tylenol. <laughs> With an A. Uh, Tylenol. We had to do that. I saw that. Yeah. So why? Just in just in fucking case, uh, Tylenol <laughs> didn't uh, attack us. Big Pharma's just like, why is that? This Big Pharma. <laughs> like I honestly believe that we didn't have to do that, but it's fine. You just want to be safe. I get it. <laughs> Plus, though. there's probably a lot of songs that are literally titled Tylenol yeah. already so it you know it sets us apart makes us unique in a way yeah definitely no, I love that song Um, so a scene for Tylenol yeah like what would you we didn't get to shoot a music video for this one mm. so this is just probably just fun for you low key <laughs> let me see Tylenol now I want to know why you oh like I don't know just it's a super short clip that runs through my brain right now. And somebody, did they pull out their fucking phone and they like have this like sad face and they're like, fuck. But then like their phone like jumps out of their hand and like swallows their whole body. And then the phone just like falls to the ground. And then the song starts playing. I think that'd be sick. That'd be so sick. (laughs) (laughs) That's just like, I feel like people would be like, that's just our everyday lives. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, like, 100%. Your that's what I just thought instantly. I love that. That's sick. And then the song just starts. The song is so like moody and just sick. And like, I love it, man. I was listening to it on the way. So Holy Peace Incredible, guys. Please check it out. Everything will be linked in the bio. Thank you. Fucking listen to it. I love it. Please. You don't have to, though. No, there's, I, more, there's more music coming. I agree, but I highly, rec- I highly recommend it. <laughs> Listen to him, though. It's his music, and he's killing it. So thank you for doing that. I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, That was a fun exercise. Now let's go back, guys. We're going to be doing the semifinals. So I love that there's a lot of upsets. A lot of the lower seeds won. So let's Let's do Orlando versus Revenge. I like Revenge's guitar more. And, and yeah, and like that's when it starts getting down to the Yeah, like like, because now that we're here in the semifinals, now it's like... You like both them. I like both of them for show, but Revenge's guitar, I don't know. It's mm-hmm. it has more uh, like chest mm. in it. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that means. And I was like, yeah, well, like, is, is it basement? No, not basement. Not I don't know. It's not even necessarily. Like, yeah, bass. yeah, I know it's what you like, mean, but there's something about it that's yeah. like powerful. Um, and then really quick, I would love just to like to dive in. What was it? And this is a layered question. What was it about X's music that you think? captivated a generation so much i think everybody was fucked up everybody was sad in some way when i found him i was going through some shit but that's a whole fucking thing Upset um, too. yeah you feel me yeah so and then when i was look around at the people because i was in jersey at the time when i would look around at my friend group everybody was dealing with something and the people that listened to x were going through the worst shit but they were always the happiest you know you always had to like like chip at the marble to fucking see what was inside and i think i think that's 
what captivated everybody also because he he had this like really insane arc um insane. it's like a true character arc yeah like a very real he went through costume changes even though when you look at it it's real low-key he made everything so fucking deep but he did he made I know everything what you mean, so, yeah. fucking so deep. like but i think the fact that he was the only one making everything so fucking deep uh the people that needed that were like oh shit and this guy fucking will beat the shit out of somebody if he needs to <laughs> this dude fucking makes the craziest other music like obviously look at me but then you have songs like uh what babe do you remember that one song um it's dark as fuck hello what well that one's one of them what what's that wing written angel what is the one it's on soundcloud on my soundcloud so i can't find it but it's, it's a really good song i'll tell you a quote from it well, what's, what's, the, what's the quote yeah i have to get it on my instagram oh it's all it's all good um but i'd say like pre pre 17 x was when i found him and that was a really interesting time because he would drop boom bap he would drop metal or what some people would call metal he would drop grunge um and then he like started fadangling with fucking pop and shit and once he started doing that i was like oh shit also all the people out there i'm pretty sure like musicians could be like oh shit he's doing so many fucking genres mm -hmm. nothing is holding him back he's not just sticking to boom bap he's not just sticking to screaming his fucking lungs out mm -hmm. he's also crying and then he drops this and the masses got to hear him cry when first all they heard was like look at me you know what i'm saying so i think that's like all those factors together his his family history his personal history that got out um and his musical history really made him a captivating character that you know bless up could have definitely like changed a lot of shit mm -hmm. and already he did change a lot of shit while he was here in such a short period of time mm -hmm. but if he was still geez i don't even know yeah he'd probably be a superstar by now oh uh, he's be be bigger than fucking drake probably yeah uh, i think what one of the things that stood out to me um with what you were saying is like he acted almost as like an avatar for mm -hmm. these people that were sad inside they could project their emotions onto him mm -hmm. watch him have all these different characters and costumes and then also for these people that probably felt sad and weak again it's like someone that could also like beat someone like you know exactly. what I mean? there was all these different hats that he probably that people could project and like when they're listening to the music mm -hmm. they absorb that so it's like i could see it. that makes a lot of sense and like that was exactly. a great answer exactly that's why he that's how he made it into like my top five all-time doa yeah so Hundred percent. I mean, like he's probably in so many people's, and like you know, I was re-listening to this album today, and it was fantastic, awesome. So, Revenge, Revenge. very. Thank you for also elaborating on XX because I think that was important on X. Sorry. And then finally, let's do Save Me versus Depression and Obsession for the last part of the final, uh, the semifinal. I wish we could fuck it up. <laughs> I wish we could. I know. Kick Revenge. I'm sorry. Because I would want it between those two I guys. Know, the they, you yeah. fucked me up. I know. Here, I'm sorry, man. man. It was the streaming numbers. It wasn't <laughs> me. I promise. Um, shit, dude. So these probably would be your top two, you're saying? Yeah, from this project? Yeah. Surely. Surely. But sorry, for the premise of the show, which one does it have to be? I'm so sorry. He's thinking on this one. 
Yeah, this one's this one's way deeper because mm-hmm. like they both have spoken to me the most like seriously. Um, it's I yeah. think depression and obsession mm-hmm. because save me before I fall. I am not there anymore. I'm not falling. Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling like I'm gonna fall. Mm-hmm. But I do understand that depression and obsession do not fucking mix well. Mm. I still get that. Mm-hmm. You wow. feel me? But it's like, there's still, I, I would have to go this. I apologize to save me. There's, I don't know. They're very equal in my mind, but like timing. Mm-hmm. It not. plays, yeah, huge. Yeah, yeah, songs become on like some of my favorite albums. The favorite song changes all the time and it's based on where I'm at. And also it's like, right. I, you're one of the first people probably the first person on the show that like has taken so much of their decision from the title of it. Mm. And I love that. I think, I think titling is important. It Um, is. I love when people make a song and they title it, you know, (laughs) and and you can tell that they titled it. Yeah. hundred percent. Versus like just picking a a word out or something like that. hundred percent. It's, it, it acts as like truly, it's like the title of a good book. Exactly. Yeah. Instead exactly. of just like a chapter. All right. So you've you've answered all my questions. So you've so. described your music as movie scenes. You've done an incredible job of dissecting this album. So the last thing we got to do, though, is finish the bracket. It's time now. And I know you said the other side of the bracket might have been stronger, but I really want you to think about this one. So it's revenge versus depression and obsession. What is it going to be? Take that drink. He needs the drink. <laughs> it's a big moment, everyone. Depression <laughs> and obsession don't be well. Yeah. That's, that, that's the one. That's the, I, 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 by the way, I knew that it was going to be that one for some reason. Because, bro, that shit do not mix. Yeah. Like, if I go and smoke after this and I'm all sad and I start smoking, I'm going to be like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? But it's perfect, man. I think, like, look, again, it's, like, so emotional. And, like, the thing I love always about this is, like, the mechanism of you discussing one of your favorite albums is you start doing the interview for me because I get to learn more about you. So that's why I do this. You manipulated me. A little bit, yeah. You know, I'm just (laughs) like, it's like, but it's it's better than making you eat a bunch of hot wings, like, and there's you dying at the 10th one. Facts. Do you think you you, you do on the hot I think I'd get to maybe... Before, like, really be, oh, God, I'd probably get to, like, six or seven, honestly. <laughs> well, artists, just letting you know, Vibe Call West Radio, we make you do a bracket, and you're going to kill it just as much as Nishan did. I want you to talk about, is there anything you would like to plug, anything you would like to say to the cameras? Where can they find you? Um, y'all can find me on every every platform at Nishan9K, N-A-S-H-O-N-9K. Um, that's cool. I don't really have anything to plug for real. Shout out the team. Shout out Vinculum. Shout out MBD. Shout out Mike for even, you know what I'm saying? Throwing this shit at me. Um, shout out London for pulling through. My girl. Shout out London. Um, and, you know, uh, what y'all do? Messages to the people? Do y'all do that shit? <laughs> what do you mean messages? Like, like, I don't know how fucking podcasts be doing. Like, do you have a message for the people? Oh, I mean, dude, do you have, I think you have, do you have a message for the people? I don't got no fucking message for <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Well my message to the people is Please stream his music He's incredible not only as a person But as an artist Man fuck me Fucking tap in a vibe called West You know what I'm saying 
I appreciate it, Where man. Where we get lit up in this bitch, we do brackets and make you fucking... <laughs> we make you laugh. Make you choose between your fucking heart and your soul. <laughs> we tear we tear mother from child. We like, we really... You we feel we... me? Like, what the fuck you telling me? Depression and obsession versus save me, bro? You fucking... It's I'll the mechanism it. for this show, man. Hey, thank you so much for coming on. It was a pleasure thank meeting you. you. It was a pleasure uh, hearing your thoughts on all this. I'm really excited for the rest of the year and to listen to the music that you're going to be releasing. Thank you, man. I'm excited to put it out. Awesome. Honestly. I um, can't wait to keep following the journey. And guys, we're going to put all his links to his music and his socials in the bio. Thank you guys for tuning in. A Vibe Call West Radio. Nishan, done. <laughs>